glorious humans, gentle ladies, lab men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to Devolver Digital Wicked Fucking Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, Jambo Jeans. And I am Jared. I didn't prepare another name, but dude, that was a mad cool <laughs> intro, man. It was wicked. It was sick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wicked good. I've been I've been doing my wicked best to uh you know to uh, recover. You know, I'm almost over COVID, but you know, not everything from Boston has gone away yet, as you can fucking tell. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the most obnoxious hour of your fucking life. <laughs> And everybody turned off. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, hey, Jared. Hey. Oh, hey, Jam. There was another guy here a second ago. You should have heard him. He was crazy. I, I could hear him. I could hear him from very far away. He's a very authentic Boston guy. I, I definitely think he was from Boston. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're uh, they're uh, they're special. They're special people. Uh, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, still testing positive as of yesterday, but um, feeling mostly better. Mornings are still a little tricky. Uh, yeah. But a lot of coughing and phlegm in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, other than that, doing all right. So you, since the last forecast, since but since recording the last forecast and now, you tested positive. Yeah, I did. So the as soon as we got back and everybody was, I went and got an actual test done and it was negative. And then I started like feeling really shitty and coughing really hard. And I just said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then I just to double check, I got some tests and I was like, yep, cool. I got COVID. So Damn. I um, I'm in the I'm actually mine was a little like it lasted less than yours, it sounds like. But I'm in the same boat you yeah. are right now where I took a test yesterday and I'm still positive, but mostly feeling better i'm just very congested good. good yeah um yeah so that puts us at six out of 21 not a good uh not, not a good number not, not, not a good not great numbers <laughs> not great numbers um but uh it was it was still a great trip it was still a lot of fun and i feel like whenever i've so i've been bringing it up in meetings and you know on slack and stuff just about like those numbers aren't great we can do better uh, I feel like I should be clear. Uh, I just want to say that fucking Kate and JR did an amazing job setting up this show and it was fucking wonderful and it was a really, really great show. And I have so much gratitude to them for this show. Uh, I feel like I've been harping on the bad COVID numbers a bit and haven't expressed enough gratitude and love and affection to them, uh, for how great PAX really was. Uh, so I just wanted to do that real yeah. quick. Thanks. Uh, it's fucking amazing. It it was it was a good show, all things considered, um, despite how it ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I mean, it's, it's and it's just you know we've got a. It's just the realities of the world in which we live. I mean, I think it was a great first show back, and it, you know, I wouldn't have changed really anything about it, you know. But you know, we are in the COVID endemic world, and you know, like Sauce got it, and that's a solo dev. And, you know, it's good that he didn't get worse. You know, he went through it about, I think, like he's he's testing negative now and stuff like that. Uh, so he got through it. But as a solo dev, like if that had hit him really hard, that would have been fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know. Yeah. 
so yeah, just the realities of the 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 situation, you know, moving forward that we've got to, you know, deal with it. I mean, and you know, Pax. I mean, fucking, it had a disease named after it already. Fucking <laughs> Pax Pops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I mostly blame, you know, Reed Pop, the you know company. Personally, this is not the opinion of Devolver Digital, but like, I feel like there was too many tickets sold. Yeah, it was. I, uh, it was pretty crowded. I feel like they could have pumped the brakes a little bit. And I know it was nowhere near as crowded as it, as it has been in the past, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, it be, they, you know, it's a balancing act. They've got to make it worthwhile for the exhibitors to show up and all that shit. <sighs> Fucking COVID. Uh, yep. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, how about anyway. the other stuff? <laughs> uh, so you totally didn't mention uh, one person at least that I was aware of, you didn't mention Zane. Oh, my asshole brother? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that is kind of funny. Um, so, you know, uh, this is this is funny in the, uh, like, a situational comedy sense, but not actually funny. But you know what? Uh, ha- so, okay, I guess, yeah, my brother was at the fucking show. My brother lives yeah. uh, up in New York, so he took the train down and helped um, helped at the show. Uh, and I guess I completely forgot to mention him. Um, <laughs> Which is just, it makes sense. He's your brother, so, like, you guys, you know. Yeah. I just, yeah, you know, I, uh, I was super worried the doing it. I was like, I'm, or last week, because I thought, I'm going to forget somebody or something. And But, okay, yeah, fuck it. If I forgot anybody and it's him, I don't really care. Um, yeah, that's because, yeah. However, so, um... You know, I reached out uh, as soon as people were, and I was like, hey, you should go, you know, go to, go get a test done, you know. Uh, so Zane did not get COVID. Uh-huh. Not at all, right? He feels, he felt fine. He got tested. Uh-huh. He's great. You know, no COVID. Uh-huh. Um, he went and played Syphilis. a, uh, no, no, he went and played a oh. football game. Uh, oh, no. Two-hand touch, right? So not full contact. Um. I don't know how. Fucking shattered his collarbone. So Oh my god. He um Yeah, so he didn't get COVID, but he did spend like two days in the ER. They almost thought he was gonna need surgery, but they I don't think they do. Like it was it's broken up pretty bad, but um they don't need surgery. So he is in a sling, doped up on pain meds. Oh my god! And I like all I could think of was like Jesus Christ, Zane. I hope you don't get COVID on top of this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in my brother's life right now. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Holy shit! And it was his right arm too, so he's like very immobilized. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god, Zane. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like. Couldn't you just get COVID like the rest of us? <laughs> oh my God! I mean, he he probably would have been better off if he'd gotten COVID. Exactly. He would have been like, "Sorry, guys, I can't play football." Yeah. And then he'd have been like, "Oh darn, I didn't get to play football." Little knowing that he wouldn't have fucking gotten his collarbone shattered. God damn! And I was asking, I was talking to my mom, and I said, "Like, is he playing fucking full contact or something?" And she said, "No, it's just two hand touch. It's like a league of dudes, but there's these like." weekend warrior types that are like oh "Oh, when i was in high school you know like i was the pro and like this is the only chance to feel good they get so they just go a little extra and i guess i don't know if he like got hit or fell or i didn't i didn't get the full story but yeah Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so that that happened 
Oh no. Oh, that's so fucking. Yeah. Um, I think he, so my, my parents at this moment are out of town. They're visiting, uh, my grandmother, but they, I think they're going to fly him down here since it's yeah. it, like just at least for a couple weeks. Um, cause he's pretty immobilized. He is having a yeah. hard time doing things. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Well I wish him all the best. Uh damn. Damn. Wow. Alright. Well, I mean one out of twenty one collarbones broken is pretty good numbers. <laughs> that is, right? Yeah. For the show. So. Yeah. For us even in particular. <laughs> um Wow. Alright, damn, Zane. <laughs> Got nothing on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, oh. <laughs> I'm terrified of like I had like little notes here of like things like I was like oh yeah these are things we could talk about I think that maybe Jared didn't talk about last time and now I'm worried about hitting the next one like I'm gonna find out that the dog fart <laughs> the dog in the dog fart video like shit itself inside out or something like that. <laughs> so, so you didn't mention it in your recap of of packs, but. Probably, I think for Jared, the highlight of PAX was finding a video online of a dog farting. Am I incorrect? It sounded like a motorboat from here. It sounds kind of like a motorboat from everywhere else, too. It's just too. a video. He's just, like, squatting. Like, you know, a dog squat to try and poop. He's just trying to poop, but he's just farting for, like, a fucking minute solid. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So Jared found this video of a dog farting, and it changed his fucking life. Um, started just... I, I mean, my first awareness of it was you playing it in the back of a, of, a, of an Uber, and then handing the video forward to, for other people to see it, uh, and then just it became just it, you never really knew when Jared was going to break out that video for the rest of the weekend. Like all of a sudden, there's just a phone in front of you with a video of a dog farting. It was so and Jared. Good. Just starts suffocating on his own laughter. Oh, I don't know why I found it so funny, but it was so found funny. past tense. Like you're not currently suffocating on your own Which laughter. True. Okay. It's still funny. Oh Lord. Yeah, that was the, good. Yeah, the best was when you showed it to Brit from Dodge uh, Dodge Roll, uh, from uh, Doinksoft. Oh yeah, and he like started laughing so hard. He's he's like, someone take the phone for me. He, he like, couldn't. couldn't like, he lost. He lost motor control. <laughs> and he's just like holding the phone, begging someone to take it out of his hand because he's dying laughing. Um, these are the industry insider secrets you can hope to <laughs> learn on the Devolver Digital Forecast. What happens at a major indie game publisher? Uh, during these events 
and it's dog fart videos. That's it. Etc. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, yeah, that was uh that's the thing. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I kept like when I was on the plane, I must have looked like a fucking crazy person because I just kept thinking about it and I would like <laughs> very like very lightly chuckle but then i'd try to like make myself not laugh because i know i'd be crazy just laughing to myself but i probably looked even more crazy trying to not laugh i probably i look like the fucking joker basically like trying to withhold my laughter <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man you're just on a plane and you're just thinking about a dog farting <laughs> What's the matter with that guy? <laughs> I'm like, well, you gotta oh. see this video. <laughs> <laughs> the caption on the video says, um, says, uh, when you're driving home after the first date. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that adds to the humor. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, that's, that's kind of funny, but it's just the video itself. <laughs> How long it goes. And then at the very end, it's like a very wet sounding part. It does. It's like, oh, yes. here it comes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I really, um, I'm going to hold Sauce to it. We talked about it, and I was like, Sauce, I want to be in McPixel 3, and I want there to be a scene with a dog farting for a very long time. And he said he would do it, so I hope that happens. I mean, I believe him. I believe him. He's uh, he's a madman. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was terrific. You mentioned you mentioned getting to meet him and what a delight he was. Yeah, he's he was great. Yeah, really great. Um incredibly mcpixel yes yeah like almost a one-to-one he he did he uh didn't kick as many people in the balls as mcpixel but other than that no yeah well there were there weren't any bombs oh yeah to, that's true you know, i mean so he didn't have a, a need to <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah 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 he was he was he was great he was a lot of fun I uh, I got to confront him about, uh, I don't think I ever shared this on the forecast, but when Sauce recorded the forecast with us, um, for whatever reason, the audio he sent to me of his voice was like sped up by like 8% or something weird like that, or 12%. It was a weird fucking number. Um and so I was having a nightmare of a time editing the podcast together because normally I just, you know, put the files in a line, edit out any like, you know, egregious like dropping of things or clacking of keyboards. Um, and, you know, so I'd call it a day. It's pretty easy. I just listen to it while I, you know, but I had to keep getting up and moving it around and moving segments around. And I finally figured out that the file had somehow been sped up. And it, had, it, it, it was very frustrating for me. And I, uh, I finally got to confront him on that, and he had no idea how it had happened. He wasn't aware of having done it. Um, well, but and, then he, uh, he came up, he, he realized why, though. He said it was because we were in different time zones. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Very nice. He's like, oh, yeah, it was because we're in different time zones. And <laughs> I like, died. What? <laughs> I died right then and there. He is funny. He is, yeah, very funny. Um, yeah, yep, 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 yep. 
did I say the microbiologist bit on the last? I don't think week? you did. I don't remember if I did. Yeah, it was another. I don't remember if you did? It was another saucism. If I said this already, I apologize. But basically, like a couple people were sitting around talking about you know kind of their starting games, and and one guy, uh, Britt mentioned. He's like, yeah, like when I was, I didn't even think I was going to make games. Like, I wanted to be a microbiologist. That's what I was going to do. And Sauce asks, oh, what does a microbiologist? And right as Brit's about to explain, Sauce says, is that like a very small biologist? <laughs> and we're all just like laughing. And Brit's like, yep, that's, uh, that's why I couldn't be it anymore. I got too big. I grew up. Oh. <laughs> uh. Good stuff. God damn. Good stuff. Cool dude. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And it was super great getting to hang out with Doinks off too. Yeah, they are always a delight. They're um, yeah. They they seem to be one of those dev teams that we, they're just always around at all the shows. But I don't mind that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. They're they're wonderful. They're a great crew. They're good dudes. Mm-hmm. Just guys being dudes. Just, just guys being dudes. Fucking weird as shit, uh, too. Hmm. Oh, the doink guys? Yeah, the doink guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's a given if they're, for one, if they work with us, but also, like, for us to be like, oh, yeah, those are cool dudes. Like, they're very normal people. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we don't really, don't associate with the normals too much. Uh, did you talk about, did you talk about Mark's, uh, Mark's little employees? Oh, you know what? I did see, man, this is why I needed you last time. I was like, Team man, Mark, I'm going to so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mark's kids. And they were the bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were they're really terrific. <laughs> uh, one of our, one of our Devolver team members, his, uh, wife and kids showed up to the show and they're, I mean, I don't know, like six and... Eight or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Very young. They're kids. They're fucking kids. Um, and they were they were really fun. Really fucking smart. Mm-hmm. Like sharp on the ball. Um, it was really great seeing them. You know, interact with their dad and stuff like that. I had uh, the youngest one. He um, worked his way into. I was giving a presentation of Cult of the Lamb to. Uh, one of the, so we basically canceled almost all, um, media appointments for Cult of the Lamb because we only had the one screen for it. And, um, it was such a long wave for people that we didn't want to keep interrupting them with press appointments, I guess. So we canceled all but like the most major, um, press appointments for it. So one of the few that made it through, uh, was like, I was giving a presentation on Cult of the Lamb with the assistance of, uh, of Mark's son, <laughs> who like, it was funny because, you know, he had, he had said a couple of things and the guy, the uh, Otto was the name of the, the journalist who was super cool, he was super chill. Uh, um, but uh, Mark's son was like kind of interjecting here and there a little bit and, and it was great, it was fine. And, you know, Mark came over and was like, oh, is he being a bother? And we're like, no, it's all right. And Mark was like, I've got to go, you know, son, you stay here. He's like, don't leave here. And uh, and so, he, you know, Mark went off and his son like wandered off a bit. I was like, oh, hey, you know, come. Your dad said to stay right here, uh, you know, until your mom comes by or whatever. And 
I can't remember if I asked him something like, like, oh, hey, this is part of the game, you know, or something like that. But he just took that as an invitation, climbed over the couch, sat between me and the journalist, and, like, <laughs> proceeded to give advice <laughs> through the rest of the playthrough. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> it was it was fucking precious. Uh yeah, and he, you know, he he was he, they they they're good kids. So like it was, you know, every once in a while I'll have to be like, "Hold on a second, I'm going to answer this question for him." <laughs> like, let, me, let me give him the answer he's looking for. Um That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was really funny and then uh his his daughter saw that the son was like involved and was like oh hey you're you're not supposed to be interrupting but uh if you want to hand me the controller i can play through this part for you (laughs) (laughs) and uh so that was great and then when they were when we were uh when they were just around their parents later i i heard her totally rat her brother out about him like interrupting the interview (laughs) and made it it did not include the part where she was like hey give me the controller man let me fix this for you let me get through this part for you i was like oh snap kids there was um, another moment when we were at dinner where um, <laughs> Olivia, like, so she, <laughs> she was like telling everybody, like, you should stop cussing, you should stop swearing, because we all oh. we all talk like fucking sailors, you know, and yeah, um, it was really funny because Colin at one point said something, I don't know, and she says, you need to put a dollar in the swear jar, <laughs> and Colin says. I don't have any cash on me. Like, what's your Venmo? I'll send you some money. And she <laughs> said, that's all right. You don't need to give me any money. Not swearing is its own reward. <laughs> it's like, this is so funny. <laughs> nice. Um, then there was another Very time nice. when Nigel, like, suplexed that kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to talk about. So, yeah, Nigel, one too. of the... One of the core members of Devolver uh, has a history of um, at dinner of betting people to do things. Uh, Bet- betting kids to do things. Betting kids to do things. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like my first memory is him betting Brent that yeah. he couldn't eat like an entire cake in like a minute or something like that. Um, and uh, and then it, it has evolved. Like if Nigel's sitting anywhere near children, it's like it's a guaranteed. Like uh, it's like. He's gonna, he's gonna bet those kids to do something, and I think the last time he bet Harry's kids to like drink an entire bowl of salsa or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and they usually are good bets. Like they'll pay, like he pays out. Like you know, it's like a hundred bucks to drink a whole bowl of salsa, and it's like, if you're young and you've got the tract for it, I mean, it's probably not the worst thing, not the worst way to make a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he had he had bet Mark's son. Um, something and like it sure enough it happened like all of a sudden like we can hear him like betting and then they were getting into like some kind of like pretend like you know oh like i don't know like i'm gonna fight you kind of thing and then all of a sudden out of nowhere later on uh nigel just grabs him and like flips him in the air <laughs> oh it was so good that was funny he did give like a look to to Mark before he did it. Like he like you know he's like and you know got the confirmation. It's okay. Like I'm gonna do this thing. So good dad communication there. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Though. Just dads being dudes. <laughs> dads being dudes. Uh, yeah, but you know that's I mean that's a that's a fun thing that we've gotten to do over the years too. Like everybody, you know, people bring their their kids and they come and work the booth. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's it's good, and I think they the kids enjoy it too because like not only are they at a video game convention, but you're like, oh, you're behind, like behind the scenes, you know, like involved kind of thing. Yeah, like work in the merch booth and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, which is really cool. Apparently, there's a lot of. Uh... When his daughter was working the merch booth, just a lot of like, what can I get for you? What do you want? <laughs> like a lot of direct to the point. Let's go. Let's move these sales along. <sighs> uh, what, what else yeah, did I forget? <laughs> what else did you forget? Uh, I got to do an interview for Intel Gaming where I got yeah. to coin the phrase AFTs. Yeah. Very excited about that. I had thought of it earlier that day, maybe even. So I got a chance to put that out into the world. I was talking about our booth. And then if you're interested in merch at Devolver Booth, we sell AFTs or actual fucking things. <laughs> Which I'm pretty happy about. You could see that on the, I think Devolver Twitter retweeted it. You can watch the yeah. video. CJM. <laughs> Talking about AFTs and the whole booth, which, yeah, it's a great chance to, if you uh, want to check out what the booth looked like, it was a really great booth, as always. Uh, really gorgeous. Um, those Terra Nil kiosks were beautiful. So cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Uh, oh, you know, we didn't get to talk, we didn't really talk about, um, you know, it, it's, it's during setup, but, you know, so it's before the show, it's not part of the actual show experience for most people, but... Uh, we were the, we work with a company called Circle, or I should say, Jr. Primarily, you know, works directly with them. But we work with a company called Circle to do our. Um, they build our booths. You know, he, he works with them to design and build the booths. And um, what was her name? Lashane was in charge of booth setup this year, and she was so wonderful. Yeah, she was great. Just an absolute delight. Uh, just real positive energy. And those booth setups never go smoothly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure they never go perfectly smoothly for anyone. They're never, I mean, everyone's, I, mean, I, I say never. Like, there are definitely times when we get there and it's almost all already done and then they're out of the way and stuff like that. And we don't really remember it as much because it goes so smoothly. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not uncommon. I mean, any time you actually have to build a fucking thing uh, from, from nothing, over the matter of a few hours, like it, you know, it get it's complicated. Uh, but man, she just kept the energy positive. Like everything was just, it, it was just so nice. It was, she really made, uh, cause we, we ended up having to hang out for a while before we could do our setup, set up the computers and stuff. And she just made it so easy. It was yeah. really nice. So big shout out to Lashane from Circle and her crew. Um, what else? Delicious food at wonderful places. It was so nice getting dinner. It was so nice harassing people on the show floor. They come up to the to the desk, the kiosk, and we give them sass. <laughs> That's always yeah. We didn't have any big hats to give away, but <laughs> we didn't Still. do the big hats. Would have been hard. Would have been hard with COVID. Yeah, we also had the cult of the lamb hats, so. I don't know. That's yeah. Too many hats. Too many hats. Uh, yeah. 
I think that's uh, those are those are all my notes. I think I had Tony the magician, but I think you talked about Tony already, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, because I yeah I had forgotten about him, but I remembered at the last minute, like because we had, yeah. we didn't have Card Shark there, but he was there, kind of. That was the whole reason he was there, promoting Card Shark, uh, and he was cool. Yeah. He had some cool tricks. Yeah, yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a good show. That's PAX. <laughs> that's the facts. That's the car It was packs. good seeing everybody. Yeah. It was really nice being in Boston in April instead of March. <laughs> yeah, not during a ah. blizzard, for sure. <laughs> that, was, that, that definitely is a plus. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, oh, I got to play a prototype. I got to be the first person to play uh, uh, a DLC for a Devolver title. Oh, I know what it and. is. Uh. <laughs> I don't really know, you know, what I'm allowed to say. Yeah, um, it's I, all very nebulous. I, I but thought like, about it's not mentioning it's... The, like mentioning this or this person being there last week, but I didn't yeah. know. If, like, oh, maybe that's I don't I don't know how on the like under the wraps that is, but <laughs> I mean, it's been publicly stated that it's going to exist, um, so it's not a surprise. But um, yeah, I got to be the first person to play test it, and it was fucking good. It was it was good. Um, I'm I, I want you know a couple people might have seen it because we were playing it on the big screen. It was after the show closed, um, but apparently some people on the Sky Bridge might have been able to see it. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was really nice, and that was a lot of fun. It was like oh shit, I haven't gotten to do that in a long time, like fucking play a prototype thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and I got to be the first person to playtest it, and I got to give feedback on it, and that was a lot of fun. Also, the Firefly guys. Did you talk about the Firefly guys? I, I don't know. I, I, if I did, it was very, very briefly. Yeah. Uh, they were lovely. They were really... <laughs> yeah. So, so, Firefly is another studio that Devolver bought before we did, like, the big public thing. Um, and primarily, they, like, worked with, I guess, Harry and Mike, like, back in the day. I think so. Is that the deal? I think so. Uh, so, yeah, they used to work with them. They make strategy games, and so I, I got to play some of their strategy games, which was nice. I was like, oh, yeah, strategy games. This is this is an itch I haven't scratched in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, Stronghold Warlords was what they were showing there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. It was nice. Played a little of that while I've been COVIDified. <laughs> yeah yeah so there you go between these two episodes you got one hour talking about facts <laughs> oh boy yeah well i mean i feel like it would have been a <laughs> it would have been a good episode you see with me doing it for like the full hour but like <laughs> you know <laughs> circumstances well now that we're done let's can we talk about elden ring is that what we're gonna do for another half hour <laughs> Sure, if you I'm, want to. Have, what do you got? I have nothing to really say. I just, <laughs> I did just beat the. I I don't know any of the names of the people, but the lady at the Magic Academy. Oh yeah, yeah Renala. Yes, yeah, I beat her last night. So that's where I'm at. Did you do it solo? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I um, I actually found her not that hard. Like once I figured out, because she's got the two stages, I figured out what to do yeah. in the first one. I was like, oh okay. I mean, okay, I did, I say solo, I did use a summon, like a spirit summon, but... Sure, sure. But yeah. But did you use the spirit summon in the second phase? 
Uh, well, they I I summoned them and they they stayed around. Um, oh, nice. And then, so they were there for a bit, and then they very quickly died. <laughs> I yeah. think when she summons the fucking dragon. Um, yeah, the fucking dragon. But yeah, I did that, so that's where I'm at now. And now I'm like, well, where do I go now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that feeling. There's that feeling at that point. Uh, yeah, nice. I didn't. I had to. I had to get some help beating her, but you're like a you're a blend of melee and magic, right? Yes. So that yeah, I think that's what really helped because doing the melee in the first stage and then for yeah. the second stage, I just switched to magic and like didn't get close to her at all, and that's what made it nice doable. <laughs> yeah, I was an all melee character at the time, um, so I had to get in close in that second phase. It was good though. Yeah, it's fun. You can knock her into the air. You can knock her around pretty good, which I like about that game. Like, you know, she's a boss, but like, if you like use some of the heavier uh, moves, you can you can stun her pretty well. It's fair. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, exciting. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Good job. It's uh, you're. It's about to get. Nice. Even more Elden Ring. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Worse and better. It's good. It's it's exciting. Um that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I've watched uh, I've just been watching TV while I've been sick. I've rewatched all of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. which, you know, is pretty good. Uh I watched <laughs> I watched Pacific Rim the Black which is like a two-season anime on Netflix that uh, Mm -hmm. takes place in Australia, and it's kind of based on Pacific Rim, but it gets gets pretty fucking anime uh, about it. Uh, Was it any good? It was fine. It was fine. It was all right. It started off pretty okay, and then it kind of just, like, as the series progressed more and more, I'm just like, why don't you just do this? Wait, why don't you just, why don't you just solve the problem? At the source of the problem, why are you? Guys, why is everybody being an idiot? So, um, I wouldn't say that it holds up all the way to the end, um, but it was fine. It was, it was, it was not egregiously bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I tried playing Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, not Zero oh, Dawn, yeah. Forbidden West. Yeah, the man, I can't. Yeah, the new one. I tried the first one. And, like, just the story and the characters and the dialogue, I, I don't... They're just... That's so bad. <laughs> I've never so played either bad. of them, so... <laughs> A lot of people really like them, uh, but they're... Uh, they're it's just... Uh, it's clunky. Like, the main character in the intro to the second one, like, the guy's like, hey, you saved the day and you left. And she's like, I was raised as an outcast, so I don't really like parties. And it was like, God damn... <laughs> who yeah, says I, uh, that I, <laughs> that's funny i uh you know uh, this, this does remind me i did i did play something on the plane um i played this war of mine for your oh, recommendation oh yeah on the switch is it like yeah a few weeks ago it was on sale on switch for like two bucks yeah. or something crazy so i was yeah. i um i played it uh plane ride back um fuck 
<laughs> it's uh, I didn't think it's a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more of like a narrative game. Not, yeah. Um, it's more of a survival kind of sim thing, but yeah, uh, but different. But so and I, I at, at first I was kind of I don't know. I guess I, I <laughs> it didn't really tell you a whole lot to do at the beginning, and so I was very confused, and I I kind of fucked up really bad. <laughs> like the very first playthrough, I like gathered all the resources and I just upgraded all of the benches so that like everybody died yeah. in three days because I had nothing. Oh, <laughs> so God. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, okay, hang on. I got to go back. I got to try this again. But I played the whole play ride <laughs> and I, I really want to sit down and play it some more. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot different than I thought. But damn, that's good. It's a good game. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. It um The one on the Switch, it's like the complete edition. So it comes with... yeah. What do they call it? This War of Mine Stories, which I guess is some DLC. I don't know if you've played that or okay. know anything about no. that. Yeah, I, I I don't really know what, uh, you know, if it's different or... It's it's called Stories, so I don't know if those ones are more, uh, like, narrative-driven, I guess. I don't yeah. know, but anyway, I'm excited to check those out at some point. Nice. But yeah, it was I played... a cool game. Oh, nice. Yeah, I played, through... I played through it when it came out, so I only played the original, and, like barely got through like with like a couple survivors who were definitely not in the greatest mental condition when when they got out um but you know they survived uh and i hadn't gone back to it i don't think i knew they had expansions so then i guess that is is there an end to it then yeah okay yeah there is a you can get to the end of the the conflict or whatever like where someone comes and rescues you or whatever okay yeah, I I, like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because playing it, I I didn't, I I didn't know. Like, is like, oh, is there an end goal, or is it just a, um, you know, survive as long as you can kind of thing? So that's cool. Yeah, to know there's that a, there's an end yeah. state. Yeah, like at some point somebody comes and liberates you or whatever. Uh, I realized something we could talk about. Um, you probably did touch about, on it in the last one. We could talk about the games that we showed at PAX. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could talk about our game Instead of other games, we should talk about <laughs> we could our talk games. talk about fucking video games <laughs> that Devolver fucking sells. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I think by the time this vi- this podcast comes out, uh, Trek to Yomi will be available. Oh, yeah. yeah. So You're right. Get Trek to Yomi. It's cool. Get Trek to Yomi. Yeah, that's right. You talked about little Luigi wrecking Trek to Yomi. Holy hell, that kid was so good. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's exciting. Uh, hopefully that kid will be getting it and crushing it on day so. one. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Trek to Yomi. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize that, that it'll be out when this comes out. So yeah, check it out. It's on... Yeah. It's not on the Switch, but everything else it's on. It's on everything but Switch. So uh, check it out. Fun little narrative game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, you you already did talk about the games. I guess I don't really have well, anything if, to yeah, add. Yeah, if you have any other opinions or comments or anything like that. Jared said they're good. I say they're terrible. This game sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Terra Nil was really great. It, it demoed really well. People seemed to enjoy it a lot. Um, that was really great. I saw some people really, like, stick into it. I, I only saw, I think I only saw one person, like, finish and, like, win. But it's a pretty hard it's a pretty tricky oh, game yeah. to win. Yeah. Takes a few tries. There was one you person. You back yourself into a corner. Um, I, re- I remember them because they were wearing like a, a cape covered in enamel pins. Uh, oh my god! But I kept seeing them like multiple days, like at the Terra Nil uh, demo. So they kept coming back. I was like, "That's cool." Nice, nice. 
yeah, it's super soothing and a lot of fun. It's going to be a good one. Um, and then Demon Throttle Demon was really throttle. great. Let's throttle. I wish we'd had. I wish we'd had that on the big screen. Sometimes. Yeah, I really that that uh, would have been great. It, you know, um, would have been great. We've done it in the past a lot, where like whatever's on the big screen is a two-player game, just to help. It helps yeah. the line move smoother and everything. Yeah, I, I really wish like Demon Throttle would have done good on that screen. Yeah, yeah, that game is fun. That game is yeah. it's a lot of fun. I need to get a copy. Oh, I should have gotten one of them signed things. It feels weird for me to try to get things signed from people that I know. Well, I got the... I, I think I said this, but I, I have the Sorry. one signed by everybody except them, so... Yep. Which, yep. Um, I, I don't think I said this on there. Like, the reason I... Like, not I did that because it's funny, but I have... The thing that started this is years ago at a show, one of the things we were selling was the Hotline Miami vinyl. And I really wanted yeah. one. And Dennis was at this show. And, you know, so he was signing... If he was around, he would sign it for people. And I, yeah. I really wanted one. Um, so I was like, okay, at the end of the show, I'll make sure I get one. But, of course, they were going very fast. So we got yeah. down to just one copy left, uh, the display copy. And so I think it was Kate or Rasmus or somebody. They are like, oh, do you, Jared, do you want to take that one? And I said, no, no, that's fine. Like, let somebody, like, I'll, I'll try and get one eventually. Like, if somebody wants to buy it, give it to them. Yeah. Well, then Rasmus, like, at the end of the show, Rasmus comes up and he hands it to me and he surprises me. He's like, oh, like, they took it off the shelf and they gave it to me. But <laughs> the funniest part is that Rasmus signed it. <laughs> so I was like, fuck yeah. And so then that, then a, that, that started the tradition that any like Devolver soundtrack I got, I got Rasmus to sign. So <laughs> I have like the Strafe soundtrack signed by Rasmus. I got the Talos soundtrack signed by Rasmus. I got the Absolver soundtrack signed by Rasmus. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so that I thought, oh, this would be funny to get it signed by not Doinksoft. <laughs> That's terrific. That's amazing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, McPixel three. I think we talked about Sauce a little bit. McPixel 3 seemed to do really well. There was always somebody playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the games were always... We we didn't have a lot of like big lulls this show. Yeah, sometimes... Because um, that's the thing. Sometimes if there's a lull, right, or nobody's on a kiosk, we will just jump on just to kind of occupy yeah. our time. And I never yeah. got the opportunity to like jump on and play yeah. any of the games because they were always being played, which is good. Yeah, we normally get a chance to play, and we didn't really get that many chances to uh, to like sit down and play the games ourselves this show, which, yeah, is, is good. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Cult of the Lamb on the big screen. Very popular. People really enjoyed it. It's about a 20-minute demo. Uh, they get a taste of the game. Everybody just was in love with it. So fucking cute. Totes adorbs. It's so good. And it has a, uh, like... Like a 2D on a 3D kind of art style. So it's very visually striking, you know. So it, yeah. it makes sense that people gravitated towards it, for sure. Good game. Well, <laughs> I'm starting to cough more and more. <laughs> oh, so no. uh, 
I guess we should wrap it up. <laughs> go go back to take a nap or something. Yeah, I'm going to take my DayQuil. Yeah. The Devolver Digital Forecast brought to you by DayQuil. Well, I'm um, glad you were able to hop on this week. I, it would have really sucked if you were sick, like like that incredibly <laughs> sick for a whole. Oh week. yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm I'm grateful. Well, I've been really it's only a few days for me, so. Yeah. Well, I've had to miss I had to miss opera rehearsals, which really oh, upset yeah, me. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I was I was been afraid that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, like they were going to be like, oh, sorry, pal, you can't be in the opera no more. That that's in rehearsals. That, never mind. Can I talk about Tom Green real quick? And by Tom Green, sure. I don't mean actual Tom Green. I mean that <laughs> there was one point, I, I think we were waiting for dinner or something, but I was down in the in our hotel bar by myself, and I was just having a drink waiting for people, and there was these three people talking, and they were very close to me, so I wasn't like trying to eavesdrop, but of course I was. I was by myself. What else am I going to do? And I, I gathered that they were some kind of performers, like some kind of musical performers from their conversation. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why you said opera reminded me. Uh-huh. Um, so I was, cause I kept trying to figure out, I was like, the, these people, they were speaking in a very strange, like they had a very strange like sense of speaking anyway. So I was listening, but, but anyway, one of the dudes looked fucking just like Tom Green and he spoke like Tom Green, not in the sense of like saying dumb shit, but the sound of his voice. And it was just yeah. really confusing <laughs> me cause he was like very like articulate and almost kind of like, like a, like bohemian almost you know he, he like he was like an opera guy like just kind of talking but he and i'm like no dude say like ding dong or some dumb shit like it was so weird and i, I even like uh. i saw like my brother later i was like go in as a go into the bar and look at that table and tell me if that's not tom green and my brother went in and he's like shit that is tom green i was like right like not Tom Green now. Tom Green now does not look like he did back then. He looks like the, from the Tom Green show. It was just fucking tripping me out. <laughs> and I wanted to go up and be like, hey, dude, does anybody tell you you look like Tom Green? But because he was a performer, I feel like he would have really not liked that. I don't know that anyone would like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry, you said opera practice and that just reminded yeah. me. Yeah, It was like... It was uncanny. I don't know if anybody listening here fucking remembers Tom Green. <laughs> but, like... Why would he, anyone remember was... Tom Green? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Um, anyway. Nice. Did I tell you I saw Colin Farrell at GDC? No. What? I was walking back to the hotel, and... Uh, I was walking up to an intersection, there's a guy... There's two guys standing, like, about to cross, the same way I'm crossing... And as I, like, am coming up to them, uh, like, like they're already stopped waiting to cross, and I'm walking up. And as I'm coming up to them, one of the guys, I'm like, oh, that guy looks like a really hairy Colin Farrell. <laughs> um, and then, like, the light, like, the, the walk sign goes on, so I keep going, so they haven't, you know, accelerated yet, so I get ahead of them. And, uh, and I hear the guy talk. And it's definitely fucking Colin Farrell. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I like turn back and like I, I don't mean to, but I'm just like I like you know I just turn back to confirm because mm-hmm. I'd only cut him out of the side of my vision before and like I heard the Irish, and like I like look back and the look on his face was a look of ah that person has just recognized me oh yeah and i was like oh yeah that's definitely him cool then i went on my way and like the guy that he was talking to was trying to sell him nfts or some shit like that because that's what (laughs) everybody at fucking gdc was trying to do 
Um, <laughs> trying to sell it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colin, somebody, just the image. He's like, get that fucking shite out of my face. <laughs> get the fucking. <laughs> and they like went into this like unmarked door on this building. Like the guy knocked and like they went into this like door with like black door with like no signage whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Well. Yep. There you go. You can meet all the celebrities at the game shows. That's right. You can meet all the celebrities at www.devolverdigital.com. <laughs> you can follow all of the celebrities that you ever wanted to follow at on twitter.com slash devolverdigital. Do you like TikTok? Devolver Digital is on TikTok, and we're getting some good talks out of it. Uh, we're on Instagram. If you enjoy getting Instagram ads from companies that aren't paying to show you Instagram ads... <laughs> And, uh, of course, if you want to follow Devolver on Facebook, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, you can go to the DevolverDigital.com website to buy AFTs, actual fucking things, instead of NFTs, which are not actual not, fucking, not, things. Not fucking things. Not fucking things. Not fucking things. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Jared. I'm JM. And we will, will, you'll hear us next week. God. Damn it, Jared. <laughs> the fuck? Goodbye. The fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs>